Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Game night. It is Hokies football tonight. Uh, JMU thrived in the national spotlight last week. Took care of Marshall. Hokies turn to do that tonight. They will take on the Syracuse Orange. That game kicks off in the 7.30 window. Uh, You'll hear it right here on 910 The Fan as you're driving around Richmond tonight. So, Tons of fun. Should be a fantastic game. Fantastic atmosphere. Uh, As you know, as many of you know, Virginia Tech, of course, one of the initial founding schools of Thursday Night Football, one of the original schools that agreed to do it when it was a crazy idea ESPN had. Uh, They took a break for a couple of years and now back. uh, Always good to see Thursday Night Football in Blacksburg. You'll hear that on the fan. And if you pick up the Richmond Times-Dispatch tomorrow, richmond.com, you'll probably read this man's recap of the game. He's a Roanoke Times writer covering the Hokies. He is Damian Sordelet. Welcome aboard. Morning, Michael. Thanks for having me on again. And and I want to talk about everything Hokies with you. You know that, but you covered Liberty for a long time, and uh, I'm sure you follow from a distance an undefeated Conference USA season. Now, they're they're not getting the JMU juice, right? We don't have, like, the governor doing angry letters on their behalf, and I think everybody accepts they're, they're not going to be the group of five representative and on New Year's Day or anything like that. But can can you speak to, I guess, the transition there? Yeah, you have a, a big-name coach in Hugh Freeze. He moves on, and just they kept that thing rolling. Yeah, they certainly have, and I think the hire of Jamie Chadwell – uh, really allowed the train to keep rolling, if if you will, because Chadwell, if you remember, and this I was still covering the team at that time. There was interest from Power Five level in Chadwell. I think Georgia Tech uh, was interested in him. I think that was the main one, and you know, for one reason or another, it didn't work out. Um, and Liberty was able to come up with the cash. Um, I've always said I thought they overpaid him at $4 million a year, uh, but they wanted to prove that they could pay top dollar, uh, not only for the head coach, but for all the assistants. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they have the uh, largest budget in terms of uh, for coaches in the group of five level. Uh, and that includes AAC teams, Sunbelt teams, Mountain West teams, you name it. Uh, so they made sure the infrastructure was in place. And um, when you look at the schedule, I know it 
you look at it and you go, eh, there's no one on there. But you have to remember before when they were independent, this year's schedule was supposed to feature South Carolina, UVA. Um, and I can't remember. I don't think there was another Power 5 team, but it was going to look much more attractive. But those teams opted to come off the schedule. And, um, you know, Liberty was forced to say, okay, well, we're going to make do with the teams that want to stay on the schedule and try to – make the best out of it. And uh, that's what they've done. Uh, 8-0 looks really good. I know strength of schedule doesn't help out in terms of what it's going to look like for the college football playoff ranking coming up on Tuesday. Um, But I think Liberty's in a good place to be, you know, to host Conference USA uh, championship game and maybe be 13-0. And, And, you know, David Thiel and I have talked about this. We'd love to see an undefeated James Madison play undefeated Liberty Ooh. in a bowl game somewhere. That would be an appealing game for a lot of people. And there's precedence for this because Liberty, when it was ranked in the top 25 in 2020, ended up playing an undefeated Coastal Carolina team led by Chadwell in the Cure Bowl. And that was the highest rated uh, group of five versus group of five bowl game in a long time. Uh, so I think th- there'd be some interest in there. And, um, you know, that would be something where you could say, hey, the two teams from the state of Virginia that are playing the best ball right now, um, you know, have them go head to head. I love it, man. That that's a great. I love it even more if it's like a pirate game, like the NCAA doesn't allow it, and it's just like you know, gov- governors and like the the state legislature just like stage the game anyway, and on a pirate ship and protest. Uh, but that's we talked about uh, the scheduling thing with uh, with Ryan Odom VCU when he was here at VCU basketball. Same thing. You you can only play the teams that are willing to play you, and you know, Liberty's going to face that problem for for years to come. Yeah, and um, so I went back and looked. Um, from the start of the 2022 season, when Liberty had four Power 5 teams on the schedule, through 2031, uh, they were supposed to play 23 games against Power 5 teams. That number's down uh, from 2023 through 31. It's down to four. They're running. And that's just, and that's just Virginia Tech from 27 through 30. Because um, UVA came said, hey, you need – get rid of schedule games off the schedule. We'll do that. UNC did the same thing. Duke, Wake Forest, um, UCF was on there. Um, South Carolina, like I mentioned earlier. So they lost a lot of games. No doubt. Uh, so right. So it kind of, their non-conference schedule sort of looks like Virginia Tech's in the next few years where uh, from Virginia Tech perspective for home games, you go, um, (laughs) it's like Old Dominion, VMI, James Madison's the most appealing one over that stretch. Yeah, Marshall, before you get to Notre Dame in, uh, I think, 27 or 28. So, um, you know, both both those programs are in the same boat when it comes to scheduling. Um, So, you know, you kind of have to, with these schedules being made out, so far in advance, uh, you kind of have to dance with you know the people that want to go to the dance with you, and uh, that's where Liberty is. That's where Virginia Tech is um, at this moment. It's uh, he's Damian Sortelet. He knows everything about everything. That's why we have him on. I love it. And and you're right that that Tech non conference schedule is going to be going to be tough to move some tickets in future years. Although you know as they build a young team. 
could could give them a launching pad into ACC success. We'll look at look at the bright side, right? Uh, but Damian joins us talking about uh, it's game day, game day tonight uh, against Syracuse, and a big opportunity for the Hokies, who are sitting at three and four with a beatable team coming to town um, and a fun matchup coming off the rest. What what's the vibe over there, and and what's the sense of of what a win tonight could mean uh, in terms of putting this bowl discussion back in the picture? Yeah, uh, four and four going into November certainly looks a lot more doable than three and five because you have Louisville up up next, have a trip to Chestnut Hill that follows, and Tech fans know it is tough to win up there no matter how good your team is. Uh, they always uh, – the Eagles are always tough. And then you come home against NC State, don't, that team doesn't look as – nearly as good as what people expect it to be, and then you close at UVA. So if you go, if you win the night against Syracuse and you're 4-4, four and four, there's some leeway in there uh, that you can go 2-2 two and two and still uh, get into the bowl eligibility uh, equation. So this is a big game. It's going to come down to whether or not Virginia Tech can limit the big plays on uh on defense, and that's been the Achilles' heel for this team this year, especially in the run game. I mean, Marshall is the only team in the nation that has allowed more runs of 50 plus yards this year, um, and that's something where Tech has gotten better. But uh, you know, Trey Benson uh, against Florida from Florida State had two of those uh, for touchdowns in the second half, and um, yeah, I want to see Virginia Tech put together back-to-back solid performances on defense. Yeah, against Pitt didn't follow it up against Florida State, had it against Wake Forest. Now, I want to see how they do against this, against a coach that has never lost to Virginia Tech as a head coach in Dino Babers and has some history. If you go back to 2002, it was after Virginia Tech beat Texas A&M in College Station where Dino Babers was stripped of his offensive coordinator duties in favor of Kevin Sumlin who's in the news for wrong reasons this week. And um, I think, I don't know if Babers has held that grudge, but he has done well against Virginia Tech since he took over the Orange. No doubt. And I was fascinated to hear Brent Pry earlier this week talking about Garrett Schrader, the Syracuse quarterback, compared him to Kyron Drones. So, you know, you, you really have two, you know, guys who can move, guys who can throw the ball as well. Uh, a fun passing matchup tonight. Yeah, um, but I would say this with Schrader, he's, uh, what, I think 17th in the nation in rushing yards per game for quarterbacks, fourth in the ACC. Um, Tech fans will remember that uh, back in uh, two years ago in Lane Stadium, he had 410 yards of offense, five touchdowns, and had two touchdown passes in the last two and a half minutes for Syracuse to win that game. And as Andy Bitter from Tech Sideline was telling me, it got so quiet in Lane Stadium that the Fire Fuente chance. Uh, could be heard very easily. And that's when, you know, that whole process began to snowball. Um, uh, Trader is a good runner, uh, 6'4", 225 pounds. Um, Chris Marv, who was the linebackers coach at Mississippi State in 2019 when Schrader was a quarterback there, you know, got to see him every day in practice. And he said he's a tight end playing quarterback. Uh, he's going to be a load to bring down. Um Tech has not fared well against teams that have really good running quarterbacks. I uh, look at Grant Wilson from ODU having nearly 90 yards. I look at Gavin Winsett from Rutgers who had 85 rushing yards. Uh, they were able to break 
runs off and you know c- keep drives alive with their legs, and that's something that Schrader has done very well in his three years at Syracuse, and that's something that for Tech you got to contain him and make sure he doesn't a- he's not able to extend plays uh, in the passing game. He's not able to you know get going and design quarterback runs, and that's something that you know they're they're going to be focused on. Um, so that way, if you take away that element of the game you force the supporting cast to have to do more. And uh, LaQuinn Allen's done really well this year, running the ball, had 100-plus yards against Florida State uh, you know, almost two weeks ago. Uh, so they have some weapons, but you have to shut down Schrader. And if you can do that, uh, that gives you a good chance tonight. No doubt. Great insight. And I always love reading your stories out there in the Roanoke Times, the Times-Dispatch uh, as well here. Damian, thanks for dropping by and uh, dropping some insight on us. Absolutely, Michael. Thanks for having me on. All right. We'll be excited for that game tonight. Damian sort of let his take tomorrow in the Roanoke Times at Roanoke.com. That game right here on 910. The fan tonight fired up for a little Thursday night football. We'll step aside. Back with more after this. 910 The Fan, Nat 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 